Welcome back to week 16 of I Want to Know, the Christian podcast that answers questions from believers. Each week we have a new question that we try to answer through the grace of God. Amen, Pastor Glenda? Yes, that's right. Hallelujah. Why don't you open us up in prayer? Lord, we just thank you for your presence right here, right now, Holy Spirit. And we ask you, Holy Spirit, take over. Just take over. You know who's out there and who's going to be listening to this. You know what they need to hear. We, we don't, but you do. You know all things, Lord. There's nothing you do not know. And someone's listening, Lord, needs to hear this. So we ask you to sanctify it, Lord. Bless it. Anoint it to go forth and feed your sheep, Lord. In Jesus' name. All right. Well, today's question is, how do I know I'm truly saved? You know, I asked myself this question a lot early on in my walk with God. But, I mean, there may be people out there that have been Christians for years and still don't have a conviction or a confidence in their yes. hearts. and that concerns me. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have a confidence in your heart that you know that you've been saved, you know where you're going, um, then there's a possibility that you may not be you know yes. or I, there's a conviction there from the lord I, i've never doubted some level. i've never doubted it lord i mean misty from the day the well lord... you can call me lord if you want to <laughs> i never <laughs> doubted it from the day the lord saved me i've never questioned it ever again it's never even crossed my mind and that's where you gotta be when you get saved it's never never a question again mm-hmm. well we have a well, I have a foundational scripture because I'm the one that has notes. Oh, I'm telling tales. I'm spilling Misty. the tea. I'm spilling the tea. All right. All right, girl. Go for it. Okay. Matthew seven twenty-one to 23. It says, uh, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will mm. enter into the kingdom of heaven, but the one who uh, does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And on the day, on that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Yes, yes. That's, that, that's, that's a, something that always used to kind of strike a little bit of, I hate to say the word fear, fear, fear of the Lord more than anything into my heart, because I'm just like, what if that's me, you know? I know, especially like as a new believer, not so not now, but when I said, what if that's me, you know, what if that's me, Lord? And then uh, I remember one day hearing from the Lord saying, Misty, I know you. Yes, amen, amen, mm-hmm. that's it. He knows who are his and who are not. Amen. Amen. Well, let's talk about some things that we can, we will witness in somebody, or you will be able to witness within yourself, who 
has been saved. Well, we talked about it before. Are you bearing fruit? Right. I mean, the first one is love. Right. I told people when I first got saved about my situation, when the Lord saved me that day, I loved the dirty maid. I loved everything. I loved anybody and everybody. I didn't care who they were. I loved them. Right. <laughs> I mean, you have a love for God, not just a love for God, because when you're saved, you have a, you know, you truly recognize what Christ did for you. Yes. You have such a love inside of you for, it's a, it's for a Jesus love. and love for your Father God. I can't explain it. It's a love uh, that we as people on earth do not know this love. Right. And we cannot truly fathom the love of God. No. Because it's not within us to do that. But he has such a love for us, but that's another conversation. But another thing is people. Now, I used to tell mom all the time. Uh, you all hopefully you've heard me talk about this before. I've, I would have described myself as an on-again, off-again Christian. I was raised Christian, but I really wasn't committed to it. Then I got committed to it, and I went would go great guns for a while in my, in my 20s. I, I pretty much would consider, have considered myself striving um, to be a child of God and to do the will of God. And then at some point, kind of fell away. And then in my late 40s, I uh, finally came back to the Lord. That's been a few years ago. But where the heck was I going with this? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I, I have seen so many young people young people, teenagers I'm talking about, get all excited for the Lord, and you've seen them excited for the Lord, and bam! The next time you may see them, they're as far away from the Lord as they could go. Now I remember. <laughs> I would have told you as far as other people were concerned, was I a people person? No. I would have said convincingly. You know, even though I would operate as a, not actively as a Christian, and I would do things that showed a caring for people, of course. But if someone were to ask me to fill out a survey, are you a people person? Do you Are you concerned about other people? No, not really. Um, but the more I, when I got back right with God, uh, as time went on, I became more and more and more aware of the fact that, yes, I actually have a deep love and concern for other people. Yes, you do. And that's that shocked me a little bit. So let's talk about... I remember the day I said that to you. You really care about other people, helping people. And what did I say? You were never knew it, but that, yeah. You now I think realize. I said, I, I, was, I think I said at the time, nah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But then you said, but I guess I do. Yeah. It was there, but you just didn't know it. Right. Exactly. I think when you're not saved, you're not really aware of it a lot of times. Right. It's all about me, 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 yes. my situation, what's going on in the world. Um, and even though you might show kindness and things like that, it doesn't really register with you on the same level as it does when you are a believer. And you know, Misty, there's a lot of wolves out there in sheep's clothing right now. Mm -hmm. Pretending they're saved. Pretending they're Christians. They're counterfeits. And whew, you mm -hmm. and us, our sec next topic we'll discuss 
is uh, the spirit of discernment. Yes. Discerning of spirits. You better know whew, what's of God and what's not out anymore. Yes, absolutely. Out there. Another sign of somebody who is a believer is they try to operate in obedience to God. You may not be perfect in that. I know I'm not. But you have a desire to to do the will of God. Well, like we were talking this morning on the phone. I said, Misty, at the end of the day, all that matters is did you do your best to obey the word of God? And not just mm -hmm. in one area, but in all of them. Because here's the thing. He says, he who knows to do right and does not do it, to him it is sin. All right, the minute we disobey God in any area, mm -hmm. what is it? It's now sin. It's sin. So, you know, you immediately need to stop, repent, and ask God to help you overcome that sin. Right. Well, you know, over in the First John chapter 2, it talks a lot about obedience. And it says, well, we know that we have come that we have come to know him if we keep his commandments. Yes. Whoever says I know him but does not do what he commands is a liar. Mm -hmm. And truth is not in that person. That's what we were talking about. I said you could be following, you know, the great commandment, love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and strength. And, every, you know, the next one is to love your neighbor as yourself. And people get so wrapped up in those two. Hey, what about the rest of the commandments he gave us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It also says, if anybody obeys his word, the love of God is truly made complete in them. Then we know that we are in him. Yes. So that's basically, you want to know, <laughs> how do I know with certainty that I am truly saved? If you're trying to operate in obedience. And if you're not operating in obedience and you recognize it, you feel convicted for it. Yeah. You know? Yes. So yes. It's not means doesn't mean that we don't fall short. We do, but we still our heart is earnest. Well, the thing that concerns me is if I sit around and I watch somebody they're saying they're saved, they're saying they're a Christian. They're out here doing the thing, sure enough, for the kingdom of God. And like the word said, you read to start with, uh, doing whatever for God. Mm -hmm. Casting out demons, yeah, yeah. All, all these great works. And then I turn around and I see them maybe watching something on TV. And I think, wow, you know, that's, that's, that's not a God. You, you might should not be watching that, you know. And here's the thing. If you can watch the whole thing and not be bothered, Something's wrong. Then I would question yes. at that point. Yeah, I would question because the next thing on my checklist is is the th is conviction, right. confession, and repentance. The Holy Spirit should be tugging at you. Yeah, I mean, first of all, you should. If I go out and I do something, let's say I call up mom and I just I'm having a bad day, and I just right. tell her where to get off, Woo. and then you ah, know, ah, all ah. of a sudden, you know, I might. Hang the phone up, baby. Oh, she's good for that. I'm good for <laughs> that, baby. You know, hey, I always look at it like this. It's better that I hang the phone up now and spare you what I might say otherwise. <laughs> but then you turn around and call me right back. Say, Mom, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, I hey, don't jump ahead in my story, all right? Oh, I know this story. <laughs> you know it because it's been repeated a few times. <laughs> but all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit will, get you. will just kick in. Yep. And, you know, here's the thing. I mean, this is this is really one that I've had to come to deal with. It doesn't matter if you're right. I can be right. 
She could be wrong. I can be right. <laughs> but it still doesn't matter because right. I don't get to talk to her. Not just because she's my mother. I mean, that don't mean nothing to me. Just joking. <laughs> just <Okay>. joking. <laughs> I mean, not just because it's a parent is what I'm saying. It, it could be anybody. Any anybody that even if they're regardless if they're saved or not because they could be a future child of God. Yes, and you have to think about how protective are fathers of their children. Well, like we talked about last week, you cannot talk to people wrong in this life, right? And not expect God to woo, to deal with you. I don't care who they are. You do not have the right to talk bad to people. No, no, Harsh, you don't. Harshly. And it does not. Like I said it does not matter if yes. you're right. No. And you don't get to go back to that person and say, you know what, I'm really right here, <laughs> but, you know, I probably shouldn't have said that to you. So sorry about that, but I'm right. No, that's not really the correct way to go about it either. Or you disagree. You need to get some humility. Yeah. And just say, you know what, we don't agree on this topic, but I still shouldn't have did what I did, and I have to ask for your forgiveness. Yes, agree to disagree. And if you don't have that in you, you know, unforgiveness is poison, poison to salvation. Yes, it is. Because the Bible says if you will not forgive, then you will not be forgiven. Yes. Um, and like I tell people all the time, like, well, how can I forgive somebody for doing such a thing to me? It was such a, somebody lied on me, somebody cheated on me, um, somebody did something that was just other, destructive to my life. How can I possibly forgive them of that? Remember, forgiveness is never about them. Mm -mm. It's about you. Yeah. Because if you have unforgiveness in your heart, that is an open door. That is a door that you are swinging wide open and saying, devil, come in and have your way. Yeah. Because not only is it affecting your salvation, your very eternal life itself, but it is an open invitation to tear down uh, things in your life you have bring to on, you bring have down to all kinds of destruction on you and so I don't care what they did to you in your heart of hearts you have to forgive yes you do and if they you don't I've, I've gone to someone before and asked for their forgiveness and they pretty much ignored me at that point I have to my hands are yeah, done yeah you know, I've it's done over. what I could, and, yeah. and I have to wait the dust off. You did off what you on. could to reconcile the situation. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that happens sometimes. Yes, but Sometimes there is no settling, no reconciliation. But, yeah, if you're out, like Mom says, if you're out there and you're doing stuff that you know is counteracted to the Word of God, if you know the Word of God says that you're not supposed I mean, I hate to throw this out there because I know I'm putting somebody under the bus. If you're out there having all kinds of, premarital sex if you're out there um just a cussing and raising all kinds of heck and you're at the bar every night if you're watching you know all kinds of trash um listening to trash you know things that you have to ask yourself the question how would you feel if jesus was standing there while yeah. you were doing would it? you do that if he was would sitting you, right there with you exactly and if you would not do it and you and yet you don't have conviction over it, then I would question salvation at that point. You know, so many of these movies anymore are GD and this, GD and that. You know, my God's not damned. Mm -mm. And never will be, amen? <laughs> 
And how, how, how anyone could sit there and let somebody GD your God all the time on every and all these shows and movies anymore? It's even on regular TV. Well, there's something wrong if that's not bothering you. And I'm, I consider myself to be a pretty tolerant person. You know, I don't get all up in the air over every curse word that somebody says. But GD is a one that really just yeah strikes me. And I've had, like, people I've watched on YouTubers that use that word, and I've unsubscribed from them, um, because I just, I don't feel right about it in my no, spirit. No, no. Like Mom said, there should be evidence of sanctification. Yes. There should be change. Definitely. There should be a desire to change followed by evidence. Yes. Of that change. Well, you said the key word, desire. The first thing, there has to be the desire. You're not going to change if no desires in you to change. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I pray to God that I have a desire to be better yes. than what I am. And I'm stumbling because I'm I'm not getting where I w- would like to see myself. But I still keep going back to God saying, God, I need your wisdom. I need your your countenance here. I need you to I need you to help me because I want to be better. Yes, I want to know you more. Well, like Mom said right at the beginning, you have peace about your salvation. If you are there's a knowing that you know you're you've been fully persuaded when you came up from that altar that you are now saved because something drastic happened to you. Something happened, and if it didn't happen, something drastic didn't happen. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. I've said this before, and like I said, I don't mean to be facetious when I say it, but you should feel the same way. If Jesus shows up today, if he's going to take anybody, it's going to be me. And that's not because I'm me, personally. I'm saying that should be your thing. It's going to be, no. I know, I have confidence that if if this is the day that Jesus calls us (laughs) up to the clouds, then I'm going. I know that I know that. I know that I know that I know that I know. You know, there's just. There's no question about it. Yeah, and and don't sometimes the enemy will attack us and say, "Well, you're not really saved." Blah blah blah. Don't yeah. even go there. Just with don't him. go there. Don't go there. With don't him. claim every thought that pops in your head as as your own. A lot of times the enemy will will come at you with something like that because he's trying to get you to question it, to lose your peace. Yes. You know, so don't, don't, every thought that you have is not necessarily your thought. <laughs> Amen. You know. You're fully persuaded, you know. So, if if you don't mind, I'd like to do, I found this prayer online, and of course, you know, we're all familiar with the sinner's prayer, but this is a, worded a little bit different, and I thought it was so nicely worded hmm. uh, read it. that I'd like to read it, and if you are not certain about your salvation, you can read this with me. Just I'll pause after every line, and you can say it with me. And for those that are out there that have not been saved yet, read this prayer. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're listening to this, yeah. So you can pause it. If you need to while I'm while I'm reading these words. It says, Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open the doors of my life and receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving my sins, for giving me eternal life. Yes. Take control of the throne of my life. 
Make me the kind of person you want me to be. And in, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It's a simple amen. little prayer, but oh, so power-packed with yeah. truth. It's the knowledge of his salvation clearly being revealed. Right. That was written by Crusaders for Christ mm -hmm. um, online. I just wanted to give them the credit for it. Really, that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, always operate in forgiveness. Always operate. Try try to be obedient. Yes. And if you're struggling, go to God. Say, I need your help. And he'll help you. And he'll help you. He'll provide a way. Yes, he will. Just as a quick example, I've been praying a lot to God about an issue that I have with procrastination. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, nobody... <laughs> <laughs> Don't even say it. <laughs> Did anybody ask to hear anything yes. from the peanut gallery over there? <laughs> I am the queen of procrastination. I, I admit it. I something and it bothers me in my spirit. Okay. And I've been asking God for a long time. And it's not just procrastination. It's organization. Well, not organization. It's spirit. It's having spiritual maturity. You know, I all through my life up until. The last 10 years or so, I said, you know, I don't believe in delayed gratification, which means I was a eat dessert first kind of person. And that has translated into not having a lot of discipline. There's the word I was looking for. Uh, discipline issues. <laughs> and so I was sitting in uh, Sunday school here at the church last week, and so the person that was doing it read the first part of Proverbs, or part of Proverbs, and it said, about the purpose of Proverbs was for wisdom, discipline, things like that. And as soon as I heard discipline, the Holy Spirit just, well, weren't you asking for that, Misty? <laughs> and so now I've started reading, doing a Bible study on the book of Proverbs. So that's just an example of how it doesn't mean that I'm there by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not completely obedient to God in that regard, but I have a heart to try. There we go again. We talked about binding and loosing. Mm -hmm. Bind that spirit procrastination and disorganization right well see the thing is i'm very loose the spirit of the discipline i'm very organized in things that i want to do i'm very disorganized in things that i don't want to do mm -hmm. and so that's why i think the word discipline is really the, yeah the loose that spirit all right pastor do you have anything else to add no i think i pretty well covered it i mean you know if you're out there today and you don't know the Lord, it's time. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're literally running out of time because you can see what's going on in this world. And mm -hmm. Jesus is coming back any day, any day. It could be any day. It, it could, could be, be today. Yes. It could be five minutes from now. You don't want to be left here. No. It's going to be total chaos and destruction on this earth. And you don't want to be left here when that happens. Right. So read that prayer. Sinner's prayer that she just read I mean, there's many to of the them. Lord, speaking unto the Lord. There's Watch. many of them online. Find yes. one that you know touches your heart, like this one did for me. Watch what happens to your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Well, guys, as we say every week, if you are in need of a church, um, if you don't have a local church to go to, if you do, by all means, go to your local church. But if you need a community, or if you need someone to ask questions to, if you need prayer, uh, by all means, go to our website, the Father's House, 
B-O-C, it stands for bodyofchrist.com. You can find it in the uh, comment section below. And you can send us your questions. You can ask us, ask us for prayer. And coming soon, we will have what, Pastor Glenda? Virtual online services. Right. We will have the Father's House online. Yes. So you can become a member of our church just as if, if, just as if your butt's sitting in the pew. Yes. <laughs> you <know? laughs> you'll, you'll have access to the worship, to the um, teachings, um, different messages, and of course to the podcast, which and everything is always free. Yes. You know, we're not here to try to take your money. If you're not tithing or uh, giving an offer or anything like that to a church, we are, the Father's House is a legitimate church, and you can do that, but you don't have to. There's not a requirement. Okay? God is good. Man. God is good, and we hope that you walk in victory and blessings this week, and we will see you next Tuesday. He loves you. Love you guys.